I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up, you're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm on the spectrum. And that's a little bit better, Ryan. This is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. About starting over This is if you say something politically incorrect at this the beginning. This is definitely the first time that we've recorded the intro to this show and not the lies, second or lies. third time. Oh, it was is definitely it the, the second. Is it the third? It was the second. Who knows? The unspeakable <laughs> things that we had to delete permanently and wipe my hard drive from the first... From the first attempt of beginning this episode. A lot of porn. A lot of porn. Yeah, we just let an entire hour and a half play. Hour and a half? That's too long, yeah, well, isn't it? <laughs> well, we just watched porn and we were just talking about it. Yep, and, and we just narrating. left it on in the background. I like to think of us as like John Madden and uh, Tommy Romo. The other Romo. guy. Yep, John Madden and Tommy, to- <laughs> Toby Romo. Start it over. <laughs> yep. Start it over again. We're right? dudes. We like sports. Sports are fun. Sports are great. Yeah, everyone loves a good old John Madden. How about that? Yeah, people love Madden, but they have no idea who the fuck he is. He's, uh, well, I'll give you a hint. He's a very, very old man who uh, talked about football, and he also sold uh, athlete's foot cream. Did he? Yeah, he did. Don't you remember fast acting, tough acting, tenactin? Oh, yeah, I remember the way he said it. it was fast acting, tough acting, tenactin. That's probably way more yeah, aggressive no, than he said. The way you did it made me jump a little bit. Yeah. I was a little nervous. He, he said it, but it wasn't like he was screaming. Oh, God. It was more like he was like fast acting, tough acting, tenactin. So he was like Jag Nicholson. We watched The Shining last week. Did you? How do you feel about that? That's the first time I've ever seen The Shining. Well, I feel like the movie that we watched this week, Incestuous, Incestuous. Yep, the porn parody of Insidious. Yeah, um, <laughs> that that paid homage to it in the movie. In in a way, with the a, twins. A, <laughs> yep, in the hallway. There's no twins in Insidious or Incestuous. I don't believe. There's like some twins just things step, at the end of the hallway. Step, step siblings. Wait, I think. Oh, hey. <laughs> Isn't that what they always say? And you're like, I've still got to turn down the volume. That's what they put in the. That's what they put in the title. But then, that's how they trick you because you're like, oh, I don't, I don't feel as bad about this. Well, you just got to mute it, man, and then you feel better about it. Like, make up your own dialogue. Yeah. Well, I, I don't need to hear. I'm your sister. I'm your sister. I've already seen Joe Dirt. Yep. I'm okay with it. That's your favorite 9/11 memory, wasn't it? Yes, it actually was. I watched it about a couple of times, a couple of times over and over. I quite thoroughly enjoyed that movie. <laughs> Especially from Blockbuster doing 9-11. Well, Ryan, speaking of things that were a national tragedy, we just saw the trailer for Borat number two, subsequent movie film delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime to make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Quite the title. Yeah, quite the title. Bit of a mouthful. If From what I remember, the first Borat had quite... That's what they said in Sessuous. Yeah. <laughs> quite a mouthful. Uh, 
Yeah, the first one I think had quite a very long title too that I do not remember is probably not very important because everybody is going to call this Borat too. But uh, we just saw the trailer for it. What do you what do you think about that, Ryan? I'm actually excited about it. I have not seen the first one. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, you told me that if I've seen him run around naked in like a hotel, then I've pretty much seen the movie. There's about well, I didn't see any of that. <laughs> I didn't see no dick slanging. I've only seen Borat one time, but from what I remember, there's about a 10 minute chase sequence to where him and another guy are chasing each other through a hotel and they're naked. And it goes on for like four years. It goes on. It goes a, on for four years. It's a very, very, very long scene. That they have was, to be really skinny afterwards. <laughs> this incredible running gag that did not need to be nearly as long as this. And, and this seems to kind of allude to the fact that people recognize who Borat is. Uh, I wondered how he was going to get away with that. If it was going to be more like the first Borat, if it was going to be more like Bruno, Bruno. where they were going for the fake documentary thing, but they very heavily leaned into kind of forgot about that by the end of, end of that movie. And it seems like this is kind of a blend of that, but probably the the smart way to go that it's, obviously a more stage thing instead of being more like jackass like we're you're pranking people like bad grandpa <laughs> yeah like bad grandpa which was also not bad not not a bad adaptation of this but yeah it, it's it looks funny um and it comes out on my birthday so that's that's definitely a welcome oh yep it's like sus jacob sus. how old will you be turning uh 29 so 30 got, he'll well, be 30 i'll be 29 again Plus one again <laughs> <laughs> for another year no i'm actually excited uh apparently they make it to our home state north carolina great i i am assuming that this will be an accurate and very positive representation of our home state and you said that you thought um borat looked old he does look so old i don't know how old sasha baron cohen is but he is probably he's gotta least- be like 40s I think he's probably closer to 50, maybe more. Well, I just said 40. When, like when was Ali G? He was doing Ali G in like 2000 and he was already like 30 when he was doing that. Nah, so. hang on. I'm looking this up. He he definitely looks like, but then again, Borat is from Kazakhstan. And for all we know, he could be like 25. He's just, that's how people in Kazakhstan look. They just age. Maybe, maybe they've had a differently rough, there. A rough life, clearly depicted as as such Ooh. that former Soviet Republic. What's today? Today's the sixth uh, yep. of October. <laughs> so he is almost forty nine. He's like a week from being forty nine. All right, that was close. Mm, I said in his forties, and I said close to fifty. So mm. we'll meet in the middle and say that I was right. <laughs> we'll meet in the middle and I'll beat you to death. Um, he's also married to Isla Fisher, who is. Who is maybe a little crazy. I always think about her in Wedding Crashers. I'm like, oh, she's pretty. Oh, and she's crazy. I was thinking about her in Hot Rod. It's where she kisses with her mouth open. Yeah. And he's like, oh, your mouth is all Remember open. when we kissed like that? Yeah. It was a good too, time. Too much tongue. Maybe yeah. even too much teeth. Man, I could smell what you ate. Mm. I could taste it. What was it? What I eat? I think it was salmon Bologna. and... <laughs> bologna and doritos and a mountain dew <laughs> sausage steve i bet he won't be back i won't he he won't be back at all during he'll this, be waiting this at your month. window just waiting to haunt you for the rest of your life just eating doritos <sighs> crunch, crunch crunch well ryan speaking of things that are continuing to haunt us that we thought that we were past uh jamie uh, fox is gonna be back as electro <laughs> but he won't be blue i'm a d i'm a die i'm a d I'm a die. 
what, what a was- terrible, <laughs> terrible movie that was. I am honestly, I think Jamie Foxx is great, but that movie was trash. His portrayal of Electro and that entire Amazing Spider-Man 2 was dog shit. What yeah. was I'd rather lick that? white dog shit. Stepbrothers, anybody? Stepbrothers style, anybody? I. This is, why is he coming back? Because why? they're going to do, I've seen rumors that they're going to bring Tobey Maguire back and Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I and obviously, um, what's his face? Uh, baby Dick. What's Baby Dick's name? Who's mm. Baby? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Baby Dick. Yeah. Tom Holland's Baby Dick. He's Baby Dick. He's oh, the youngest out of all of them. Know, He's Baby not, Dick and don't man. Know if I feel comfortable with that at all. Oh well, you're gonna have to enjoy this Baby Dick. Um, <laughs> you're Baby Dick compared to me. Come on, whip it out, man. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Baby Dickin for the rest of your life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're bringing them back, and I'm just like. <sighs> Why do we want to see that? And plus, we've already kind of went down that road with uh, the Spider-Verse, the uh, animated version. Just yeah. come up with something different. Yeah, I, I'm i not in a big hurry to see Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire come back because yeah, we've, we've treaded down that road. Spider-Verse did a crossover in an interesting way. If they're trying to expand the Spider-Verse into live action, I think that immediately detracts from that Spider-Verse sequel that they're already working on. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. We've seen a million different versions of Spider-Man and Peter Parker at this point, and I think people are used to it. You don't need to get all of them on screen at the same time to be like, hey, there's different Spider-Man. And it wasn't like they were (laughs) iconic either. It wasn't like Christopher Reeves coming back and playing in Superman or showing up in Superman. We're like, oh, or Leonard Nimoy in like Star Trek. Yeah, where he's like, oh, Spock. It's Spock again. Oh, here's Spock in a different timeline. So he can be with Zachary Quinto again. Yeah, tight. Yeah, that is tight. But But also... This is lame. Yeah, it's... uh, Andrew Garfield? Would he even want to do that? (laughs) I, well, you know, I, I think of that gif wherever he, it might have been an SNL skit, wherever he was getting money to pretend to be Spider-Man and he like takes off his thing and he's like, yes, like he made some money off acting like Spider-Man. Uh, I mean, I think he was I I like that first Amazing Spider-Man. The movie. first one was great. The, the second, second one, one regressed big time. Oh, my God. I just remember him and Harry being by the uh, the lake and they're like, yo, bro. And they're like. You know, I know I've said on this podcast before, but they're like hands to their hair. Like, same thing. That, sorry, this, bro. Same thing that Jimmy Fox's Electro was doing. He's he fixing his have, hair that whole movie. Was he? Yeah, he was when he was like, hell, my God, Spider Man. And he's always like fixing his hair. The or best whatever. part of that movie is whenever Emma Stone freed herself from that franchise and decided to kill herself. <laughs> she cut all she ties. She decided, no, nope. I will die here. I will not be dying my hair blonde anymore. This yeah. franchise Me and Aaron, is Andrew terrible. Garfield no more together. Oh, you and I are never going to get back together. It's, Whatever that Taylor Swift song is. It's a very, it's a very, very strange thing to hear about, and it's a very strange idea that Disney is even entertaining the. And idea I hear that, that Tobey Maguire is a fucking prick. Yeah, I we've well, that's <laughs> changed over time. He's we been have a lot of that. movies. He's been blacklisted, but. What's what's that guy's name that was uh, Flash? Not Flash. The guy, the bully in the first Spider-Man. Oh, Flash to, Gordon. Uh, I don't know, but I know that the, the rumors were to that he thought to that Tobey Maguire was really a dick, and the production company was like, "Hey, 
Joe Manganiello. Joe Manganiello was the. Well, where did you get that yeah, man? The you actor. Anyways, apparently oh, somebody, the one of the crew, slid him some extra money. There's a scene where they were supposed to get in a fight, and they, well, they did to slide him some extra money to uh, actually punch Toby McGuire. <laughs> man, and he considered wouldn't... it because apparently he was a, a huge dick to work with. Yeah, like you know, you get a little bit of muscle, and all of a sudden you're Spider-Man, you're King Dingling, like. No, bitch, your cider house rules. Your sea biscuit. You haven't done shit lately. Yeah, he's. I always get Toby McGuire and Elijah Wood confused, but apparently Elijah Wood is much nicer than oh, Toby. Oh, I would McGuire. rather hang out with Elijah Wood. <laughs> he's done a lot of things. He was great in Sin City. I really loved him in that. Um, uh, other things from my childhood. Apparently, The Witches is going to be getting a new adaptation for HBO Max. Yeah, uh, I have never seen the original, but apparently, a, uh, my girlfriend was like, "Hey, they're making they're remaking The Witches for on HBO Max," and I was like, "What, what is, is the, witches? the Witches?" Uh, apparently, it's an older. I think it's from like the eighties or the nineties, but uh, it's very very similar to what I looked at. But apparently, this is charmed is this charmed it's not charmed uh so there's some witches but apparently Anne hathaway is a younger witch in this one uh they're at hanging out at a hotel or something a kid becomes sees these witches and they're like hey you kids can't see this we're gonna turn you into a mouse uh i didn't did kids can't see this we're gonna turn you into a mouse yeah man they're they're like you can't figure out that we're witches we're actual witches uh how about you become a mouse kid? How do you feel about that? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It it looked uh, it it looked all right. It looks like one of those kind of more family friendly Halloween movies. But uh, the original looked a little bit edgier than this, a little bit scarier. And if you were of that certain age, maybe this is a little bit uh, more frightening for you and maybe nostalgic now. But I had no clue what this was. I don't know what it is either. But I love like, haha. Halloween movies. I never saw Hocus Pocus until last year. Really? Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen that. I remember seeing that in the theaters. That and um, Practical Magic. That's a big one. I've never seen Practical Magic. It's got uh, Sandy Bullock and uh, Nicole Kidman. My girlfriend just heard that from the other room. And apparently she liked that movie. She approves what you said, not what I said. Because I was like, I ain't seen this. (laughs) I ain't seen nothing. I ain't seen this. I ain't seen nothing. I just ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, Disney is... Okay. So Disney has found their Tinkerbell, uh, Gronish star Yara Shahidi. Um, will be the first woman of color to take on the a role. Okay, that's great. But let me tell you, why do you need to keep repackaging? They just had a fucking musical Peter Pan on TV with Christopher Walken. Like, what was that, two or three years ago? Why do we need another live action? Disney, get your shit together. Nobody wants to see it. Give us an original idea, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Quit trying to pull our money, right? Uh. I'm with you. Uh, apparently Mulan and uh, it's staggered release on Disney plus. It's also coming to video on demand this week. Heard it sucked, but I heard it. Yeah. I also heard it was not super great. Uh, the main uh, actress, I don't remember her name, but apparently she sent out several tweets in support of the communist Chinese government, which apparently have landed her in some hot water and people are apparently uh, boycotting them. That movie. For Sometimes multiple, you just got to follow your heart, reasons. man. Say what you want. I think there was a, an in credit sequence too, to where they th- thanked. I, f- I forget the exact wording, but it was something about thinking 
thanking the the Chinese government for their participation or whatever. Apparently, they were filming in a region of China to where there's been some, how do I put this lightly, ethnic cleansing. To genocide, where, I believe, is the word some, you're looking for. genocide committed by the Chinese government to where they cleared out this land. What, what were they, who were they killing? There are, I believe, an ethnic uh, Muslim or Tibetan population in the eastern part of China to where this movie, was, this has been like... <laughs> we need to I don't think clear was, you out for Disney. They didn't do that. They didn't do it for Disney. This has been like a while ago, mm-hmm. but it happened and it was definitely this particular area. And there's a, you know, a certain line of text in the credits for Mulan to where... They're like, oh, thank you for something, something, the Chinese government in this particular region. And people are like, why don't you do a little bit of light Googling, Disney, before you put this light in there? Googling. <laughs> Just a little bit of light Googling, like the name of the place, China, and then a little bit of reading about it. So there's that little bit of controversy. But a lot of some people are very, very upset at that. And well, obviously also, someone didn't do research. Yeah. Maybe they're not a bad person. We can't just yeah. write them off. We can just only educate them. Yeah. It's no reason to boycott a movie, right? But also the movie was bad. So, Oh, well that would be a reason <laughs> not to see the movie. So in addition to the genocide, the praising of the oppressive Chinese government, the movie wasn't very good either. Let's apparently. go to Rwanda and film a movie. <laughs> yeah. So there's multiple things working against it. Yeah. <laughs> And we were never going to pay 30 bucks to watch it on Disney Plus. Yeah, God, that was we'll, so stupid. Probably will not do that to buy it or rent it on video on demand either. Well, so I'm not going to watch any more of these live action movies. <laughs> I watched a couple and now I'm done. They're making a Lion King 2. I think we reported that like before. A live Lion King? Too? Yes. I want to strangle myself <laughs> with my belt. Why do people and not just because I'm kind of horny right now? Well, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm not saying I'm not going to get pleasure out of it. Right. Uh, tenant reaches 45 million domestic. Not very much. Bad, bad news. Apparently. Tenant was supposed to save cinema, but now it looks like it's killed for good. <laughs> well, we uh, were talking prior to this that. We feel like the movies and the studios are going to need to help out the theaters because the theaters are um, what sell the movies, right? I mean, that's where you go to get your fix. And if they're not there, because Regal is saying they're closing all of their stuff. AMC, I guess they're going to stay open and try. Tries. A bold, bold word. I mean, so Steven Spielberg was raising hell because movies went straight to Netflix and didn't go to the theater. And well, now uh, there's going to be no theaters. Yeah. So I guess the the Oscars next year are going to be pretty. I guess blood blood. It's going to be between Sonic the Hedgehog and Bloodshot. Dude, Sonic. Sonic. So I literally think that Sonic the Hedgehog is the highest grossing movie of 2020 so far. So that was a really good movie though. We called it. We did best movie of 2020 so far. And uh, the, the numbers, the numbers don't lie, but yeah, tenant has not gone well, even in certain, certain areas of the world where, you know, COVID restrictions are less severe. People are not going to movie theaters. It only made $2.7 million dollars in its sixth weekend, uh, which is not great. And apparently Regal is going to be closing 115 of its 300 to 400 currently open theaters uh, in, in the U S. So that's, that's 
not great. <laughs> and yeah, it, it looks like uh, with uh, the new Bond movie and Wonder Woman being delayed, there probably will not be any new releases in theaters for the rest of this year, it looks like. Let me ask you, if you could save the world from COVID-19, would you take off, would you chop off one of your fingers? Is it an important one or just any of them? Mm. I probably could lose one finger and it wouldn't make a difference. What if it was your thumb? Uh, that might be a, might be a, a big deal. Yeah. Do I get a prosthetic thumb? No. Oh, shit. Can you afford it? Mm, depends. Can I finance it? No, you cannot. You have to pay everything. Up How much front. do prosthetics thumbs run for? I don't know. We talking is... hundreds or thousands? Of oh, dollars? it's got to be thousands. Hundreds of, of thousands. Well, depending of on what you want, do you just want to glue something to your nub? And that's well, prosthetic. that should be like twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. I'll do it for free. Yeah, you, you we'll bring tw- your own thumb. B B Y O T. I'll go to the twenty-five cent machine or whatever, and you just spin that out and it throws oh, you. Can like I get a one of those finger. like the one of those little sticky hand things that you? throw and it'll stick to something we'll get you whatever you want that baby. could be really really handy you say 2020 far away i could be like ah yeah or you could just ask somebody be like hey can you grab that can you pick that up i only have one good thumb yeah and that loses its stickiness after like i a have day. two good feet but one good thumb what <laughs> good at functioning thumb i can't really make a fist with this other hand why i don't have a thumb yep that's that's the reason why uh, it's sad news and it's a bit of a bummer, but it's also not surprising. I'm not really surprised by any news headlines I've read so far in, in the last little bit. What's his name? Thew? Thew? Thew Rasmussen. Thew Rasmussen has uh, apparently dropped out of Netflix's The Witcher due to a scheduling conflict caused by COVID-19. So we reviewed the first two episodes of The Witcher and neither one of us, I don't believe, have gone back and watched any more of it. Yeah, well, there were some boobs in it. So I'm not sure there were some. There were some boobs. There were some boobs. I do not remember who this character is. (laughs) I don't either. I'm actually trying to figure out who the fuck the actor is. Who the main guy is, or the uh, this her, guy? Her I don't know. Who the, yeah, who the hell is he? Uh, good question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, don't know, know if he's a, that's a major. That's what you're gonna get with us. Yep. You know, not what? a show that neither one of us have watched, and an actor that we're not familiar with. Um, Resident Evil is trying to do a reboot, uh, which movie-wise, and it's going to be focusing on the first two games. Um, I feel like we just finished up Resident Evil, the last movie, like four years ago. There was like six of them, right? There's been a bunch. I mean, you could have got your fix by then, right? Why are they doing this, Ryan? Because there's not an original goddamn idea. <laughs> Disney's taking this over. They're going to make it a live action. Well, or maybe they'll make an animation. Give that twist. Well, thank God. It's it's the next thing on our news item list is an original idea. The oh, Batman. Batman's been delayed <laughs> to 2022, but Matrix 4 has been moved up to 2021. Um, there's another Electro will not be blue. Dune remake delayed till 2021. I'm just going to fill us up with all the sadness. Um, <laughs> Lay it on me. Tell there, me about everything that's been delayed. Um, oh, well, there is like a Do we whole have anything list. that hasn't been delayed. Um, I believe 
something got moved up um the I, monster I'm, hunter movie yes it got moved up um so was that december of this year so i'm assuming this is going to it's a golden streaming. time for them december 30th after christmas perfect <gasps> um also some terrible news for people um ps5 default selection button to be x for the action button for the first time in japan jake you were telling me they pressed the circle button uh yeah this was something that i i read that people were upset about and it was like a one of those clickbait headlines was like okay i'll i'll spend two minutes to learn a little bit more about this uh, apparently, uh, in in North America and Europe, uh, X has always been select and circle has been back, but it's flipped the opposite direction in Japan uh, because of what uh, I think Nintendo. I don't know if Xbox does this or not, but Nintendo, the select button has always been on the right and cancel has always been on the left. So Japan, for some reason in Japan, they kept it that way. The thing that confuses me is that this is something that's been around since literally the original PlayStation for menu items. Was that 95? Yeah, 94 in Japan, 95 in the States. It's like, if you had the choice, why did you not just make it a standardized thing with the first PlayStation instead of the fifth one? I That's the thing that is strange to me because I always thought it was a bit weird that sony was always like oh selects on the bottom but apparently that was something specialized they did for america but what, i don't the select one yeah the, the select button being on the bottom but it's like well nintendo it was all, already on the right i don't know it doesn't doesn't really matter but apparently people in japan are legitimately upset we just got over corona announce this <laughs> <laughs> that you know it's kind of one thing where it's like in any other year, maybe this wasn't be a, wouldn't be a big deal, but it's like this is the last straw. <laughs> it really is. I mean, what are people going to do at home? They're going to play video games and watch movies. But now you'll be canceling out of stuff accidentally all the time. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't think it's that big a deal. Like if they suddenly made, oh, now you have to. Click. You wouldn't because you're American. Well, if if they just made it a different button, like oh, you got to click the right thumbstick now every time you select something, I'd be like, okay. That's annoying, but after like three days, I'd probably get the hang of it. It's but what happens big. if you go back and play old games? You're oh, gonna be then like, you're fucked. <laughs> That's the problem. Which is what they're going to be running into. Uh, I guess so. There's got to there should be a, a something in the system to where you can remap those controls or or something. But then why would they change it in the first place? It's it's a weird it's a weird move for what them a time to make. To be alive. <laughs> Twenty twenty just keeps bending. It us keeps over. on giving, man. Two hundred over two hundred eight thousand people dead in the U.S. and they're flipping the the select button on the PlayStation. But good news is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is gold, and that game is not even out yet. I know Keanu Reeves He's comes out well for himself a week after the new gen consoles come out. So um, back to the sad news: Fast Furious Nine <laughs> delayed till May twenty twenty one. But that's, Cops that's, resumes that's production news. despite cancellation will only air internationally. That's why we can get sweaty after five, my friend. Let's see what happens. Season 33 began filming in September. Uh, so they waited till after. <laughs> I'm not really sure why it was canceled, though. I it mean, it was canceled after the 
um, George Floyd protests and other protests for racial inequality or protests, I should say, against racial inequality. But this would keep it. them straight, though, right? Because you would have a camera crew there and they would be like, oh, yeah, you can't do this. I would think that's like counterproductive. You would think that, but they also have body cameras that conveniently stop working. Well, that may be, but I mean, you <laughs> so, got some extra cameras on it. Um, yeah, but I, I, I will, know. I will go out and say that I've, I've grew up with cops and I thoroughly enjoyed it because you know there's always going to be like some white trash people with no shirts on, black. He hit me in the trailer, and then they find like some meth on the person. And he's like, "Nah, these ain't my pants." And you're like, "It was your pants, you dumb motherfucker." These are your pants, and this is your meth too, you fucking idiot. Yeah, and that's it. Gives me a little light inside because I'm like. You know what? My job sucks, but it's not this bad. I don't have this life. You know what? I meth in called, a trailer. I've been called white trash before, but you know what? This is white trash. Yeah, that makes me feel better about myself. I'm yeah. like, I'm the cut above white trash. Who wouldn't? Um, uh, sad. More sad news. Uh, Venom two. Let there be carnage. Will be delayed. The carnage will be delayed. It sounds like such an action. But they're saying it would have come out on October 2nd, 2020, which makes me sad. Ryan, it's over. been over two years since we've seen Tom Hardy sit in a lobster tank and eat a lobster live. He ate out of a garbage can. He got in a fight with his neighbor who was listening to Guns N' Roses too loud. And By the way, Eddie Van Halen died today. Eddie, Yes, RIP, Eddie Van Halen. It's Tuesday here, it but was, it'll be Thursday when you hear us. It was cancer, not corona, is what we've been hearing. Apparently, he said cancer the throat. for a while. Man, this Oktoberfest, that first sip, pretty fucking good. It's the best thing I've drank tonight. Ah, even better than the uh, Hershey Yingling. Yes, that you can only drink one of those. Yeah, they are pretty heavy. They're pretty, pretty sweet and pretty stout. Um, the Mandalorian's coming in October 30th. I'm stoked because the boys is going to conclude after this Friday. And I would like to add that a lot of people are beating down the boys for only releasing like on every a Friday, week, a weekly thing. But it's kind of like for me, it's like Saturday morning cartoons because I watch it on Saturday morning. I get my little coffee going. Oh, yeah. And I just sit there and I sip my coffee and I watch just it. Let and it it's watch like, it over you. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this week sucked. Being an adult is sometimes stupid. okay. <laughs> well, yeah, but most of the time it's stupid. So it's um, incredible when you have those small moments of solace where you're just like <sighs> 60 minutes where I can just sit here and enjoy something in, in the dark by myself. And it's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Life's good again. <laughs> um, I think that we should touch on that a little bit next week since it's going to be wrapping up. So we're not behind. We can do that, or maybe we'll wait. I will figure it out. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll have we'll have Borats, we'll have Spider Men to talk about. There's a lot of stuff coming out in the after after we get through our our spooky Schlocktober, Schlocktober. which I had no idea what Schlocktober meant. Yep. but then you inform me. Yep, we have we've we've covered those covered those bases. The Mandalorian, October thirtieth. Sweet. Yep. A- AMC boss confirms its theaters will stay open. What are they going to be showing? What are they going to be showing? I don't know, but I would go see it. You got to save me a seat up in D1. Uh, it's you, such a bummer because I'll go see a movie. Shit. Going to. I'll go see Bloodshot. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pay back That's that. That's already on video on demand. Well, you know what? It can also be at the theaters again. Uh, that was one of the, my favorite things about legitimately. I, I enjoyed 
those Sunday morning matinees, oh, going man. to see whatever thing we were going to go see this week. Like 1030, eating eat, a whole bucket of popcorn. Eating a whole bucket of popcorn or some fucking chicken wings or a personal Ugh. pizza. Oh, okay. Bringing in your own food. Hey, the AMC was so relaxed. We could bring our own beers. Dude. <laughs> and this, we did. Did we, you? <laughs> You brought your own beers? You split a six-pack and Captain Marvel, I think. You did? Yes. Dude, you're a renegade, man. <laughs> I didn't. I watched that too early. The beer was too early. And oh. Sunday, usually, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I may be a little hungover on Sundays. Uh, typically. Usually. I think Captain Marvel, we saw it on a Saturday night, so it was prime time for beer. For, for some heated seats and some night some nighttime drinking. <laughs> or night tears. Um, yeah, I go early as fuck. Just... On Sunday, 10, 30, 11, 12, hook your boy up. Let me go see it. I saw two movies in one day. I saw uh, Onward and The Invisible Man. That one of was which, like the last time I saw movies. One of which you're like, we don't need to talk about this other podcast. The Onward movie wasn't as good. The Invisible Man was much better. So you asked for a new and original idea from disney and they gave it to you and you're like i don't like this i'd rather watch but they follow the same roadmap man it's like oh yeah we lost our dad blah 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 sadness (laughs) and then it's like oh brother and brother going on a quest and yeah you know they're trying to pull at the heartstrings like some hokey ass bitches uh netflix has alice in wonderland musical on the way (laughs) depending will john legend be a part of it or how about Johnny Depp? Mm, Probably not. <laughs> yeah. He's in court right now. Yep. John Cena and Idris Elba are teaming up on Amazon's Heads of State. Could be good. Could be. I feel like it's going to be like ultra violence. So I don't I, know if I'm caring for the thumbnail that GameSpot has chosen to use for this. I mean, uh, that looks article. very impressionable. Like, I wouldn't want to cross that guy because even if I could... I know how big John Cena is. He's carrying a gun, so even without the gun, he could beat me well, unmercifully. Right. And if I tried to punch him in the face, odds are I'm going to hit this this uh, mask he's wearing that's huge and hurt my hand. Well, it's funny because all I saw was the gun in this. Well, because you can't you can't see John John Cena. What are you talking about? I'm looking at him. You can't see me. Oh, anyway. oh I see what you did. I was, God damn it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I grew up with nineties wrestling. I didn't grow up with like, with this new age bullshit. Okay. I was the attitude era and we were tight and hard. Oh. Yes. Uh Jason Bloom wants to make Happy Death Day three. I'm for it. How does it happen? I don't know. I forget how the second one ended, but it was like something with the government. Yeah, they were moving into like sci-fi territory, and you know what? I was I was happy with it. Both of those movies were unexpectedly fantastic, Lit. honestly. Honestly, they were, and that was whenever we were going to watch it, we we're like, yeah, let's watch something that's just like B-rated movie. It's yeah. going to suck, and we were just sitting there like, that's pretty good actually. Yeah, I, where <laughs> I where can we critique the shit out of this? Liked it so much, we watched the sequel, and we're like, I think that's actually it was better. I do <laughs> think it was better. Um, so Zach Efron's going to be in a new Stephen King movie. Uh, it's going to be Bloom House is going to be taking that over. It's called Firestarter, and it's about a kid who could start fires. Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Uh, she was nine years old and telepathic and could start fires. 
I'm reading that, but I, I knew some of that. But now she's a Zach Efron type. Well, he's Notably Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Zach Efron could probably do whatever he wants. He seems like a pretty cool guy. He put out that Netflix series. It's like, hey, I'm Zach Efron. And I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I believe that was the title of it. It was like an eight part documentary series. Yeah, he talked about it on the uh, wing challenge. The thing, the hot ones. Uh, I didn't watch that. When I watched that, I, I thought like that. he was like a cool guy. Like, you know, people give Zach Efron shit because they're like, man, fuck that guy. But I actually think like, hey, he might be an all right guy. He's been funny. And I'd some, have a beer with him. Some of the stuff, the neighbors movies, were, I thought both of those were pretty good. Yeah, I'd have a beer with that guy. I'm cool with that. Yeah, for sure. I'd have a beer with him and be like, man, I wish I had this abs. So how do you do it? Zach Efron? You would just drool over him. Yeah, man. That's weird. It's exactly what I'd be doing. Well, okay. Whatever you like. All right, I'm cool with that. Well, Ryan, it's time to get spooky again. <laughs> It's probably it probably sounds like there was a hard sausage cut. Steve. <laughs> it probably sounds like there's a hard cut, but we've been doing all of this completely live up to this point. No, that well, the intro we didn't cut it, but you nixed it. Yeah, I, I did nix that. I nixed that several times. Uh, I see your notes have come back. <laughs> what do you think? What are you thinking about Insidious, Ryan? Let's do. Let's Insidious. Do a I watched Insidious. Yeah. Did you watch the wrong? Did you watch the wrong one? You what? I we were supposed to watch Insidious. Um, did little, you? I'm a little frightened now, but was Patrick Wilson in both of these? Uh, I don't think his name was Patrick Wilson. It might have been Dick Wilson. Mm. But it's it's okay. I'm sure it follows the same kind of ideology. Ideology. All right. Let's uh, let's see how let's see how closely they relate. Okay, so there was a brother and a sister. All right, and. One of them was was one of them in a coma. They they were. And what happened was they had sex. Oh, no. (laughs) Already this has gone off the rails. This is a very loose emphasis emphasis on loose adaptation of the movie Insidious. Your butthole's loose. No, I'm kidding. We watched it. Let's look at Jake's notes. Let's let. Ah, (laughs) this music. Always a highlight of these movies. I've only seen this once, but from the first screen or screeching violin note of this, I'm taken back. This is good stuff. I also enjoyed the music, and I thought that that was a nice touch with the violin. Yep. So we we will just say if you haven't seen Insidious, you probably should see it. Where have you been? Fucking get on it because it it is a a very good and very competently made horror movie. It's a classic made by James Wan who who's brought many than everything. Yes. Fast and the Furious. He brought that franchise back. Yep. He sure did. I will never forgive him for that, but he's also made some good movies at the same time. Fast and Furious 5 is pretty tight, my man. Yeah. Go so ahead. if you if you haven't watched it, go ahead and watch it because we are about to. You're walk dumb you, if you don't watch. We're it. about to walk you guys through the spookiness in our our second the second part of our Schlocktober series. But we're gonna fist you up. Yep, Insidious oh. is great, Ryan. Yes, I I and it's a two parter. We only watch part one, but it's a two parter. Um, I enjoy Patrick Wilson. Um, I think that he's great. He was great in Watchmen. He was great in Hard Candy. Um, he was okay in Aquaman. Um, but these insidious conjuring movies, 
I'd kind of lump them together. I know you do too. He's very, and it's not just because it's the same actor in a very similar sort of movie. It's just that he's playing a similar sort of character. And I feel like he is the he kind of a white guy. He's, yeah, he is a white guy. And he's like, Hey, what about these ghosts? I don't know about these ghosts. I guess, I guess they're okay. Well, actually maybe they're not. Maybe the demon's trying to take my son. Maybe body. you can ask her project. Uh, He's just seems like the kind of celebrity that you could like recognize on the street or maybe not recognize him. He's just like, he seems like he's pretty chill. Yeah. He seems like he'd be such like a chill person. He'd be him and Zach Efron. Both drinking beers. Let's plan to have a beer with them. Yep. Let's invite both of them on the show and see which one we get first. Well, I mean, we can come to you if that's cool. Yeah. We'll come to you. We'll buy plane tickets for like $300 a piece, risk COVID to come have a drink with you both. Yep. Or we can we can drive out there wherever you guys are at. I'm That's assuming you're drive. both in the Zoom. We'd have to take my car. You got a tiny car. Yeah, that is true. Your car is older than mine too. It is. I have a lot less leg room. Do you have AAA? Olivia has AAA. Uh, we'll, we'll just borrow her AAA. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you Patrick can Wilson you can and Zach Efron, <laughs> we are coming for you. Just be in the same place at the same time. Uh, I forgot Please. that. I forgot that Rose Byrne was in this movie. Also. No. 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 <laughs> I also, also, I love Patrick Wilson. He is so, why are you scrolling past it? You don't want me to read your note? My thoughts are not your thoughts, Ryan. They may not be, but they're great. Uh, this title scene is a bit long. I actually enjoy the title scene. I enjoyed the very beginning where it kind of walked you through the house and like, oh, there's something in the window. Or I got it, but I was like, this is five minutes that we could have used on something else. <laughs> nah, man. I thought it was a bit, a bit dull for what it was just because it was like, here's some black and white photos. Here's some creepy music. Oh, I'm talking about whenever they first come in and like, you kind of go through the house and you see like the witch standing there. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, what I'm that's saying. what you're talking just, about. In your yeah, note? I thought it was, slow. I dug it. I, I didn't, I didn't like that. And I thought it was weird too, that it was like such a modern movie and they had a very, very, very long uh, opening credit sequence. Kind of, I may, I don't know if that was intentional or not. Kind of like those. They probably old, knew they were making something great, and they're like, "You're gonna sit through this." It we used know to, you it used to be like a a thing that Hollywood kind of agreed on that. Oh, you'd show the credits up front. So, and maybe in a way they were trying to pay homage to like those old monster movies, to where they had like ten minute credit sequences at the beginning, where it's like, "Oh, here's Br- Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein," where everybody in the casts here's your name on screen and now the movie starts i don't know it, it was long and it didn't really effectively like jazz me up for what i was watching but it's fine <laughs> it's it's a it's a bit a bit nitpicky but i uh, do think that the the use of music and sound effects through this in general is is really really good and and very very well placed and one particular scene towards the end which has given a lot of people nightmares and triggers people even to this day <laughs> a certain uh song about tiptoeing through some tulips that's tiny tim yeah he uh not, he's not, passed away i'm liking that you don't like that song people pe- a lot of i don't he's mind done some it. uh they use his music on uh spongebob yeah well, a lot of people don't like it tiptoe through the tulips with me yes yeah, so some people uh, still triggered to this day probably because of this movie <laughs> well i kind of i will say that this is probably my favorite villain of any movie i've seen i enjoy the man with fire on his face who every time we see him it sounds like ice cracking 
ice cracking or like just a really old like branch. tree. Yeah. yeah, like a tree branch like cracking slowly. But that goes back to like the sound design in this. It's really, really well used and just creepy. What an interesting sound though to use for a villain. Like, yeah, I thought that was very like the movement wise. Yeah, just very much like an old like tree, like a craggly, (laughs) just old scorched up tree branch, just slowly extending. It's so unsettling. I loved it. That's my favorite character, especially at the end. The villain. Um, so self healing through music. What you talking about there? Uh, so she's Rose Byrne. She's, she's picking up some stuff off the floor. She's like, ah, oh, stop knocking my books off the shelf. You fucking kids. You, but it wasn't moved. the kids. We just moved into this house and the kids are just running around. Anyways, uh, she's, uh, she's an artist. She plays the piano. Uh, she's got this book called self healing through music, which definitely doesn't come into play later. I just, but it does. I feel like yeah, in the it, Tiny Tim song, of ways it sort of does. I just, <laughs> yep. Uh, and the first time you see the kid who is one of the sort of one of the main characters, at least one of the main plot points in this movie, he just kind of a, she turns her head and he just appears and he's looking oh, yeah. super creepy. <laughs> I love how your next note was like kids are creepy and they're general. wearing matching pajamas with bananas and monkeys on them because I noticed that too. I was like, that's kind of lame, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're just a tight family maybe that's to show the bond she also has two other kids which this family does not give a shit about <laughs> well they care about the little kid no nope. <laughs> and that other kid won an award and they're like oh you didn't literally, tell us about it literally <laughs> she had they have two this family has two other children which they there's a, a line of dialogue where they're like, oh, they're at their grandma's house. Oh, okay. And then they just don't bring them up for the rest of the movie. That is true. They just never <laughs> they really just, came back. They did fuck off and die. Those, the two other kids. It's like Dexter, you yep. know? There's two other kids where they're in it for like 20 minutes and then they just don't bring them up again. <laughs> this will be my big break. Uh, fat chance, kiddo. Oh, yep. Um, so, card... Credit so Rose, there's a scene where she, they're they're getting ready for they're ready for the day. Patrick Wilson, he slept in or whatever. But Rose Byrne, she's up. She's got two. She's got the two like uh, like nine year old kids, and then she's got a baby, and then they've got like the kids have a friend over who guess is carpooling. So she's trying to make breakfast and comfort the like the baby that's crying, and she's also on the the phone with oh yeah uh, like an automated credit teeth. line. She's just screaming at it, speak to a representative or whatever, and her trying to do that and make breakfast and wrangle all these kids at the same time was the scariest thing that it's I saw. Relatable. This. That's why you should have children, Jacob. No, it was the scariest thing I saw in this entire movie. It was false. <laughs> Being an adult with responsibility is gross. the true horror aspect that I noticed of this. Oh, yes. That is what you said. <laughs> verbatim patrick wilson just tried to eat a plastic apple after he gave it the old shirt shine which he was like is this wax like could you not tell when you picked it up could you not tell you guys just moved in there like why do you think fruit would be real take your ass to a mickey d's bitch it was such like a 1950s thing to do be like hey hun gotta grab an apple and leave he's like instead of washing it off which you should always wash your produce off before you eat it. But he just shines live it. life. He wipes it on a shirt real quick and then tries to take a bite out of this plastic apple. It's like, what the fuck is this wax? Well, how would you is not know wax? that it was that? I mean, the the weight would be different. The 
I mean, you could feel it That's on your hands. That's what I'm saying. You would surely be able to tell that this is hollow and full of air. Patrick Wilson, you're letting me down. Yeah, already. You've slept in. You're, you're showing your, your deadbeat dad. She's like, hey, can you take them to school? And he's like, can't. I gotta, I he's gotta, gotta go to school, which he's a teacher. Yeah. And she's a stay at home mom who does. And he's music. like, but nah, I gotta go to a different school or whatever. Yeah. yeah it's high school. You wouldn't know. My girlfriend goes to a different school. You wouldn't know her. Yeah. You wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't know her. Uh, but she's really hot. But she's, she's really hot. She just goes to different schools. So yeah. I'll show you a picture at some point. Yeah. I'll show you. <laughs> um, so the house would be pretty cool if it weren't so creepy. I agree. I asked Megan. I was like, that's a really nice house. It was a really nice house. It was a really nice house. You get the feeling it's probably at least like a hundred years old, but yeah, the attic looked- upstairs, but the f- framing around the doors is very nice. Yeah, you could very tell. Crickety that, though. Yeah, it probably it would be the kind of house it would be. You would fix up, but it would still have like a lot of creaks in it. Yeah, you could probably have like a sex dungeon in there. Yeah, or a sex attic maybe, with like this weird scary home alone furnace in it yeah that just randomly comes on at one point yeah. and that's what it reminded me of when it, the furnace and you asked just, if it was up to code sometimes pre-existing things don't have to be brought to code because they were in code whenever they were made ah, like wiring expert, and stuff this expert insight that ryan is bringing that's what i do as uh, his from his past life as an electrician. Yep, uh, that's a pretty shitty ladder. Yep, uh, it was it breaks yeah. twice? It does break twice, a, and the mom doesn't fix it the first time. Nope, She's just like, should, "Oh, well, let me just put that back. Put this back in the corner." I bet my kid isn't going to come up here and step on this and wind up in a coma from a very small fall. So yeah, the kiddo goes upstairs <laughs> as they're playing with the other kids. So this contradicts what you said because the old, the eldest child who the movie kind of revolves around the most Dalton. Yeah. He goes, he goes upstairs in the attic and he's wearing a cape and he's trying to reach for like the light and he's getting on a ladder and it cracks and breaks and he falls down. He cries like a little baby ass bitch. But meanwhile, mom and dad are downstairs with child one and our child two and child three. Yep. Child two and who are nameless. I'm assuming. If they were named in this movie, I didn't bother to remember it because it was so brief and completely inconsequential to the rest of this movie. Yeah. So they pretty much kind of fucked off, like you said. But anyway, they go upstairs. They're like, oh, what's wrong with you? And he's like, oh, I hit my head. They're like, why'd you do that, buddy? And then. Was he awake? Huh? No, he was awake. Yeah, he was they awake. He up. cried like a little bitch about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I climbed that ladder and there was a, there's a, something happened or whatever. And they're like, well, you shouldn't be climbing an attic, son. Yeah. Anyways, you we better dumb, get dumb. to bed. Yeah. And they put him to bed and then he goes into a coma. Yep. Uh, does pa- Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Wilson tries to wake him up. He's like, all right, Dalton, get up. For the next day. Yeah. Because it's school yep. and he Dalton spends doesn't an entire wake up. day trying to wake him up. So they take his ass to the hospital. The doctor is the guy is the lawyer from Scrubs. <laughs> is that the guy? Yeah. Is this, he just recently died of cancer. Yeah. It's the same guy. I was like, holy shit. It's that guy whose name I, I can't remember right now, but perfect. It's totally, totally the doctor from Scrubs. And he's like, and Olivia said this. She's like, I liked how the doctor said, We've done scans and I've never seen anything like this before. Anyways, we better Classic just send, doctors. send him on home. Well, they know they were like, like we're going to run more night. tests. And they were like, how long is the test going to take? I don't know. It's not like he's got COVID-19. We better send him back to the White House. How much money do you have? Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah. And then immediately I see, damn, three fucking months. <laughs> and sure enough, I forgot about that part. I was like, yeah. damn, that that was a long ass time. This is the point. That's a lot the, of bills. This is the point in the movie to where I realized I hadn't seen this in 10 years. And I was like, I don't remember a goddamn thing that happened to this. And then you were like, here we like, go. Oh, shit. This kid was literally in a coma for three months. And I didn't remember any of the setup of this. My man was just projecting. He was asked projecting. <laughs> yeah, it's not because he hit his head because that faulty ladder. He was astral projecting. He was he was doing a Luke Skywalker, man. He was <laughs> he was on one part and he's fighting somebody on another part of the galaxy. So what's this yell that made you jump a bit? LOL. Oh, it was um, the baby monitor. Yeah, the baby monitor scene to where Rose Burns playing the piano and she's like, well, that sounds kind of strange or whatever. And, and you hear like whispers. It's like, shut and then all of a sudden he's like, no, it's like, give it to me now. And you're like, there's a baby up there. That's weird. Michael Jackson, you leave that baby alone. She's like, I've got two other children. And she runs still in this movie at the point at this point and fuck them both. So she runs upstairs and she's looking around, but doesn't say anything. Slowly. She's cracking though. Um, I don't like when the kid in the coma walks around in the middle of the night, bro. What? So we find out that kid number two, (laughs) the middle kid, he's like Dalton walks in the middle of the night, tells the parents that. And they're like, Oh fuck. And that kid's in a coma. And like, how do they not hear this? They're awake. The floor's rickety as hell. Yeah, that's right. They're still in house number one. Yeah, and these floors are just like, you step on a board, you're busted. But apparently mom and dad are like, hey, you want to just do a whole bunch of meth? Or not meth. You want to do a whole bunch? What makes you go to sleep? Uh, You want to smoke a whole bunch of pot and just fall asleep and just not give a fuck? They're like, yeah, okay. They don't really smoke pot in this movie, but I cannot believe how dead to the world they are. They are somebody farts in the middle of the night. I'm up. Don't look at me like that. Exactly. You looked over here quick. The, the the floorboards are already rattling, so I, I obviously understand that. That house all, uh, is probably really echoey too. So you would assume if somebody a lot has, of hard surfaces. Yeah, somebody had some farts. That's going to be bouncing off of every surface in the house. There's probably not even rugs in it. They just moved in. Yeah, well, they moved in like four months ago. Oh, yeah, but they've had a kid in a coma for three months, so yeah. maybe they still don't have rugs. I don't know. Stop dad from uh, grain test. Anyways, this is the point to where we're starting to get the hint that there's something going on. That's yeah, unusual. it's a little more less than subtle. Yeah, it's not very subtle from this point on, really. Okay, so it's, in the middle of the night, the security this, alarm goes off. Patrick Wilson runs down. Yeah, and he's like, the fuck's happening here? And so he's like, he's looking outside. He's opening well, the door. Well, there's knocks on the yeah. door. Yeah, that's right. There's, there's, a, there's a big knock. He runs down there. He's like, all right. Let's. He's looking with a little flashlight and saying, hello. If someone knocks on my door and just disappears, I'm not yelling hello. No, I'm, I'm locking the door and probably calling the cops. Well, that's what he does. He arms his security system after somebody's beating on the door. Like, he wouldn't do that every night anyways. Yeah, I would probably do that every night. Yeah. That's why you pay for one of those things. Yeah, wouldn't and you'd be like... <laughs> Front door open. Yeah, you don't turn that on after somebody breaks into your house. Well, anyway, so he looks outside, yells, hello, nothing happens. And he uh, he sets the alarm. I think he goes he goes somewhere. And then all of a sudden he hears goes back upstairs as he goes back upstairs. Yeah. 
The door flings open, apparently, and he runs downstairs because the alarm's going off. He's like, yeah. oh, this door's wide-ass yeah. open. That door's huge, by the way. That's yeah, a it huge would take wood door. Some, it would take some big weight. Well, big he weight, locked the big door, strength. too. He, yeah. he locked the door. He put yeah. the little slide lock on it, but that was not broken whenever he saw it. And then he closes it, I'm assuming, because I can't remember because... I'm yeah, assuming that's what happened. No, that's that's what happened. He runs down there after that awful sounding alarm goes off for like two minutes straight in this movie. And I was like, man, if, it, if anyone actually tried to break into this house, they would have just shattered both of their eardrums before yeah, they could so even loud. stole anything. Yeah, it's it wasn't awful. as loud as the King of California. The beginning of that movie <laughs> was so loud, but it's such a good movie. Um, and then so he goes searching around the house. He locks up again. Sure enough, the fucking door flies open again, yep. which is touched on in the second movie because he's in the further at this point and can see the guy who's knocking on the door and all that shit, um, which is pretty tight. I like how they tied the movies together. It's just a well-told story. I Well-told tale. Yes, a very well-told tale. So anyway, they decide yep. to go to sleep, which I'm like, man, fuck that. I ain't going to sleep. Yeah, I don't know how you just lay down and and do that. Didn't even call they, the cops. Nope, didn't call the cops. Didn't do anything. You'd think the alarm company would call it for them if somebody if they he armed the alarm and the door got flung open. Anyways, does doesn't matter. There's a neat little Easter egg to where you get cut. There's a scene of Patrick Wilson being, "Hey, I'm a teacher and I'm getting groggy or whatever." Anyways, there's a little ch- uh, chalk drawing of Jigsaw from uh, the Saw franchise. Uh, behind really? him on the yep uh which i thought was kind of cool i'm uh, gonna look this up right I had, now i had to i had to pause it but i was like oh shit that is a nice little touch but anyways all of these being like blumhouse franchises it, it is a, a neat little thing just to kind of have noticed in the background and you've seen uh something else in the background too haven't you yes uh there was a giant sausage no was um it, was his name steve by any chance <laughs> sausage Steve. <laughs> we, that just needs to be in the background of our picture for this episode um no i so yeah he um he is there and he's also in the invisible man too there's uh, some graffiti on the wall that's uh got salt which i wonder how that ties in or i, I don't know why would they do this? It's just anything that's Blumhouse related. Maybe it's one of their first things. Oh, it's they like just, Pixar and Disney where yeah. they're like, hey, let's make a live action movie. We're going to put stupid motherfuckers. They're kind of like Lucasfilm to where R2 and 3PO are just in the background of everything. Yeah. I'm like, like, oh, they're in the, like the higher. Yeah. They're like the hieroglyphs of Indiana Jones or whatever. Were they? Yeah. Oh, no way. Yep. <laughs> Man, blow my mind here tonight. Um, but yeah, so this is when um, the <laughs> nurse that bloody handprint in the bed. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, there's something wrong with this kid." Oh wait, there's a big bloody handprint, and it looked like a guy his nails did. <laughs> when she she takes like the bit, there's a scene later where Patrick Wilson he's he's starting to like spend more time at school because he he's doesn't scared. want to be at the haunted house with his wife. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. And anyways, he, yeah, he just wake. There's like a, a bit of a montage to where he's like sleeping and it's like, oh, I'm asleep. And at one point I thought he had slept at the school all night, but he clearly just had like <laughs> sat there and just nodded off and just drove home at like 11 o'clock. And she's like, what are you doing? He's you like, haven't ever stayed this late yeah, ever before. He's, he's like, like, I I'm- had to grade some tests and you know what? 
kids tests are boring and I fell asleep. What do you want me to do, Rose Byrne? I got I got bored. I fell asleep. My MacBook was on. What do you, what do you want? I was she's watching like, some porn jerking off. Anyway, she's like, hey, you know what? It, <laughs> this sheet's got blood on yeah, them. This sheet's got the blood. Hand. She hands it to him and it looked like Wilson from Castaway. <laughs> is what it reminded me of with the bloody handprint. <laughs> it was very similar because the, the, the handprint was not smeared at all it was just like a perfect yeah, handprint it was just like the just the color and texture just really reminded me of that fucking beach ball well his nails were made of metal yet whenever he laid his he's hands he's got a perfectly human handprint yeah it's that just looked like i stuck my hand on a sheet and didn't move it at all yeah that's that's a little hokey and a little, but the movie makes up for it. I, yeah. The movie makes up for it. It was it was a lame sequence to where, but he's like, I'd move houses, and she's like, Yeah, I want to move houses, and he's like, All right, I'm a teacher, but yeah, let's let's sell this old house and get out of here. So they move to a new house. Yeah, they move this house. Guess what? They find out that it's followed them. Yeah, there's a man walking back and forth at one point, and. This man comes up like two Dude, more times. I said he looked like Lurch. Yeah. I said this Lurch looking motherfucker just walking around out here. That's the first time I jumped yep. into this movie. So that was a good. It, he was walking back and forth outside and she sees it. She calls for her husband who she's made sleep on the couch. Yeah. And because he all was jerking off at school and then fell yeah, asleep. Yeah, asleep. Yep. <laughs> and okay. all of a sudden when the guy's walking back and forth, all of a sudden he's in the house. It's just like a quick. And he's like. Bleh. Yeah. And then she's like, oh my God. So, oh boy, Patrick Wilson runs up there and he's like, what is it? And she's like, there was a man. Don't you dare not believe me. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, my damn. man's in a rock and a hard spot. <laughs> You've been dog housing for a while. And now she, old lady just told you straight up. You better not be- yep. not believe me. Sleeping at school. Dude, you're like, fucked. You got to sell this house, man. I'm not. On I'm, a teacher's I'm salary. Done. I'm done with this. Anyways, your old I, I wrote, lady only makes music and does shit for Etsy. She's got it. Well, she's doing shit for Etsy, but she's also raising like three kids. One of them's in a coma or whatever. And he's like, yeah, well, I had to grade a lot of tests and I was here for eight extra hours today. And I got to pay those bills, girl. Yeah, man, I, I'm out here. Anyways, um, I, I couldn't remember when I was watching it at this point, what his problem was with photos because mom makes a reference his mom comes in and helps him move to this new house and she's like oh you got him to stand still for a photo she's like i can't believe i never looked at the photo to verify that the witch was there i didn't i didn't pay attention to that to see if it was or not but i do know that there was creepy music in the background so Oh, I think I can look at it. I knew at that point that there was some reason I had to be unsettled about it this is like a like 40 minutes into the movie and i was like Oh yeah, he did say something about it at the beginning, but they were just like, "Oh, there's no photos of your father when he's a kid or whatever." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, that can't be important. I'm gonna just go ahead and delete Ignore that. It. Delete that from Who my memories." <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, by the way, speak. Sorry. Hey guys. Speaking of the music, whenever they were like in happy moments or whatever, the music was fucking hokey. It was like that piano music you hear on a Lifetime Channel movie. Yeah, I'm like, did I just get on an elevator? What is going on here? Yeah, no, yep. that's better than what it was. Um, We're a happy family. Okay. This ghost is not in our house 
And he doesn't look like Darth Maul with goat feet. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, so we get to the new house and mom notices something's going on. There's a tiny child. She but has, it's actually a tiny man who was also who's died recently. Yeah, he's like, a little Dutch boy. And he, was he a little Dutch boy? I don't know. He had he like stuck a, his finger in somewhere. Show me on the doll where he stuck his finger in. He cl- he shut all the windows and he farted. My God, he du- he's a little Dutch oven. <laughs> so old girl mom goes outside, take some trash or something, and then she the hears the music. <laughs> she hears the music change, and it's tiptoe through the toilets. And then there's some weird character dancing yeah. and then she goes in the house looking for this character and it runs by and every time it runs by you hear a child's laugh well another big scare i was prepared for it this time but the time i've seen it before whenever that kid pops out of the entertainment system and just runs off oh yeah laughing that was kind of scary i was like what the fuck and then she's like she thinks she's cornered him in the room because she sees his shoes and she like beats the shit out of this closet and then throws the curtain open. It's just a pile of shoes. there, And then he hops out of the above <laughs> cabinet, but she did corner him into one room yeah. and then the door opens and you just hear. <laughs> and so then we get, uh, creepy boys. Patrick Wilson's mom comes over. Who's weird. Weirdly also named Lorraine. You know what? We- <laughs> gonna say going to go on the limb here. She doesn't look like she's old enough to be his mom. And she's actually kind of hot. Fair enough. Anyway, she's like, hey, you know, Patrick Wilson, when he was a kid, he had some weird shit going on. He's like, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Any yeah, of this. He used to piss on the bed. Anyways, <laughs> I used to piss on the bed. Anyways, here's some creepy music. And there's and then there's one of the one of the genuine moments that made me jump to where the demon or whatever was behind his face when he's sitting they're sitting like the um, oh at the table yeah, at the table or whatever I was and like, that's when Whoa. shit goes down so <laughs> you hear like the branch or the ice kind of cracking yeah and then um he fucking tears that kid's room up didn't yeah he? all of a sudden like the room you hear like um another room where the dalton is and like his shit's getting tore up and none of the other kids are home, by the way. So whatever. Yeah. So they've already been sent somewhere else at this point. Yeah. And if, like, anyway, they're not going to mention them anymore. They try so to get. Don't, in, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. They try to get into the room. Can't. And finally they do. And it's all ripped up. And Dalton's laying on the floor um, out of his little bed. Probably not good. Yeah. So then that's when they call Elise in. Yeah. They call Elise and they call her. Her cronies, Paranormal geek squad in. Who are very hardcore about like. Yeah. Like Star Trek action figures. And he's like, you should lift it in the box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (gasps) No, there's one who's like the hard ass, but they're really the comic relief of the movie. Basically. And and not much comic relief, but they provide a little bit. I did say that it looked like that one guy's beard was glued on. Like they just it looked really, really fake. Are you saying because you have a beard and that you were like, fuck that beard. I can grow one better. It did look any like beard you can grow. I can grow better. <laughs> yep. I can grow any Type beard better than you. <laughs> Type the entire song. Um, yeah, it, it looked it looked a bit a bit, a bit weird, but um, it was at this point to where there was another big revelation where I was like, I did not remember that there was astral projection in this movie, and I was like, holy shit! Like, yeah, we're taking that next level. Dog. We're going here. Well, we're gone. Elise we're gone is there. like. There's another point to where somebody says, this is some insidious spirit. And I wrote down that we're now two for two 
on movies that have the title of the movie mentioned within the movie itself. Well, I wonder if they came up with that title afterwards. And like, yeah, I like that. Like that line, insidious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incestuous. Everyone likes that. Um, so she's like, hey, he's astral projecting. And Patrick <laughs> Wilson's like, I know that this, like, oh, we just saw a demon beside my head and he just like destroyed my kid's room or whatever. And he's like, but this is fucking ridiculous. I don't believe in this shit. I love this. Next Get part. out of my house. Get the fuck. And he's like, that'll be, you know, $600. We got some ghosts or whatever. Get out of my house. We cut to immediately the next scene. Yes. <laughs> this is where I was like, wow. Wow. What a terrible parent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, like, they moved in this house. The kid was in the coma. How are they putting up these pictures, right? Yeah, literally, the kid had them in the other house. They took them down and rehung them in the kid's new bedroom. And this is, he's acting like this is the first time he's ever seen any of these drawings. And these drawings are like a picture of like a man, a red man, a man with fire red on his face. face. And he's dressed black. There's There's one where he's like, I dreamed I saw daddy and he was like in fog or something. And another one who's like, I I, saw myself sleeping or whatever. And then I flew to the stars and there's like a red door. Yeah. And Patrick Wilson's like, there's like some sad piano music. Yeah. Some of that lifetime bullshit. He's crying. He's like, Oh my God, this is the first time I've ever paid attention to anything. My kid did, you know, (laughs) What really sucks. I, I hate when people are like crying in movies. Like they just had this epiphany, but they were just a dumbass. So here's the problem I had with this. It wasn't the fact that this is the first time that someone else hung these pictures up and no one looked at them. <laughs> Nobody ever paid attention. Like, to what this. is going on here? He fell asleep and saw himself in a dream. So like, oh, I didn't think that would be good news to bring it's, up. It's either this is the first time he saw it. Where that lady is definitely looked at those and is scamming them big time. <laughs> so that'll be $500. <laughs> Either way, this scene was just, it was so dumb. It was like and a bridge scene that was just not well thought out. It's like we need to add two extra minutes to the runtime of this film. What can we put in there? To just show you how neglectful <laughs> these parents are and how but bad they suck. It's immediately undermined because the very next scene is him being, because the, I think they don't even like call her. The very next scene is they've got the whole paranormal team back in the house immediately. I would call her. He doesn't even, it doesn't even, it's. The the thing that was that just bothered me because it was like he's being such a hard ass in one scene and then he has he actually goes in his kid's room and pays some attention to him and was like, Oh shit. And <laughs> hey man, immediately what you been up flips to lately. You good? These kind of conflicts work when they're drawn out a little bit more, but it seems incredibly forced when you have a character flip like that in the span of about two minutes. <laughs> Also, I would like to point out that James Wan had some, and he was involved in the Saw movies, so that's why. Yep, that not surprising at all. Then that he was also the- involved in Aquaman, and he's going to be involved in Aquaman too. <laughs> it's wild. That is wild, man. Uh, what's that one with Chris Rock? Is that still coming out? Which one? Oh, wherever it's um, Spiral or whatever it was called. Yeah, that's the new uh, Saw movie where it's like in the seventies, maybe. Mm, Is it a Saw I prequel? Thought was, I thought it was minor or uh, 
not minor, but uh, it was Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, wasn't it? I guess he also directed a movie called Doggy Heaven, which just doesn't seem like that would fit for him. Um, yeah, I'm sure. That, oh no, that's been delayed until <laughs> 2025 <laughs> because of COVID 19. Oh, uh, I did not see that coming. Yep, so we're fucked on that too. Son of a bitch. All right, so let's keep it rolling here. Anyways, they call Elise and her geek squad back. She puts on a big gas mask. They turn on a light. They dim the lights and turn on a light in the room. Yep. And this is this is a weird scene. This is a weird flip. I thought from- that was kind of cool because yeah. it's that's definitely whenever you're like seeing the weird side of them. It was, but it is immediately just made ridiculous by the fact that two minutes early he was like oh my god my son drew with crayons and i can't believe i didn't listen to i didn't look at this the whole time and then we immediately cut to this and she's like well i'm putting this big fucking elephant trunk on my face yep this is a gas mask (laughs) and i'm gonna plug this up to this boy's ears so he can hear me and he'll write it down yep i'm gonna be doing some whispering he's gonna be like hey dalton hey dalton it's your parents don't Come on, it. follow my voice, bitch. Follow my voice. He's like, I don't need to see anyways. And he's like, he's scribbling down. He's saying stuff. This lady's having a seizure or whatever. The lights are flashing. The Patrick man Wilson, comes in that's yep. been walking back and forth outside of her house. Licks, yeah. licks her in the face, punches Patrick Wilson like a little bitch. All of a sudden, the kid's like, the lady's freaking out. And all of a sudden, the kid's like, hey, they're like, where's Dalnet? He's not in the bed anymore. And he's bitch guess slapping what? everybody. Yep, he's just backhanding people. The guy who's Gotta writing stuff down, strong. he literally backhands, and it's fucking hilarious. The very next scene, he has a stake on his head. Yeah, <laughs> tried to ice it off. I don't know why you'd put like a raw steak on there. Yeah, surely there's a bag, a bag of peas or an ice. That's pack like the worst idea. Why would you put just a raw meat on? Yeah, yourself? it's not even packaged. So he probably opened it and then put it anyways. Questionable. That's neither here nor there, but it's completely. No, it's definitely here and it's definitely there. And it's completely questionable and unnecessary. But yeah, I thought that scene was cool, but he, that kid beats the shit out of this poor nurse. Well, they go through (laughs) every frame and find out that the demon is there with the kid. Yeah. Patrick Wilson realizes that the witch has been following him that takes on in part two his, his whole life he's like hey this the pictures that you've been taking this lady gets closer and closer yep. that's why we don't take pictures yep. you've forgotten about it you repressed it and that's why you uh at least knows you but you don't know her yeah because you blocked it and so this old lady's like hey patrick wilson you used to used to astral project and he's like no nah, i didn't she's like no nah, you did and he's like all right maybe Anyways, here's some here's some old photos of you. Here's this old lady coming close to me. He's like, oh shit. Who's actually a man? Yep. It's it's very it's a very quick turn. And that's the thing I that bothered me about his character in this is that he's just like, no, I'm not. Okay, yes, I am. He's he's there's no resolve or like anything to it. Well, it's because his mom told him. Yeah. He's a mama's boy. I know he's living with false memories, but he's just immediately like, no, I'm not. Okay, fine. Whatever. He's like, astral projections, fake. Get out of my house. Okay. I guess I can travel to a different dimension. It's because four (laughs) minutes earlier, he was crying after seeing that shit, man. Life was a revelation. That piano music was playing. He's like, what am I supposed to do? And and then there's, he's, he's, 
anyways, they're explaining like, oh, you travel to this other dimension and there's like, there's bad people there. There's people that are tormented. There's demons or whatever. They want your son. They're just going to hop in his body or whatever. And they're going to walk around. And he's like, well, how, if I go there, how do they know I'm not one of them? And I was like, yeah, how do they know you're not like a dead person or whatever? Do you put like on a goofy hat or something like what? Yeah, don't wear a cowboy hat. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> and that's the thing that just kind of bothered me. He just goes from I don't know what I'm doing. And then he just immediately embraces it. Yeah, he's like, I, I can't fucking this is ridiculous. And it's like the bass drops and he's like, oh, I'm outside of my body. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it didn't work. And I noticed the way that she did it with the uh, the metronome. Yeah, it was very similar to get out whenever the lady was stirring yeah. around the spoon. God, I hate that sound, but the metronome was a lot better. But it was, it reminded me of that. And that's kind of like hypnosis to get you into a deep thought. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he goes in, he, he's astroplaning. He yep. uh, is like, it doesn't work, but it did work. And he sees his body from the outside and she yep. hears him. She's talking to him. He leaves. He goes out the door in goes, this astroplane world. It's out in the dark. He goes into the, what is their old haunted house or whatever. Well, he makes his way there. So yeah. it's like he walks across the street. And yeah, it's, it's just across the street. It's like foggy, but there's like two houses in the the great beyond or wherever he is. And um, he hears like whistling, goes yeah. downstairs. He pushes the door open. I did write down that when he pushed the big heavy front door open it sounded like a giant long fart kind of like in Step Brothers. <laughs> it sounded like, like I can taste the ketchup. It did sound like the uh, tuxedos well fucked up too. Yep. This is a small space. We can smell I, everything I that you've done here. I don't think this is going to work out. Um. So yeah so when he walks in he sees like a bride going upstairs and he follows her he's like hey have you seen my if you see my son, can you tell me how to get to my son? And then there's like some lady crying upstairs. He's like, hey, hey, have you seen my son? And then he turns around. There's like that little weird midget kid running around. And he's like, what? And he looks at the lady crying. It's gone. And then he hears like, like a, a family or hears whistling. That's lady. what it is. Yes. I wrote down that I hate whistling. He goes Whistling's downstairs. Creepy. <laughs> it was. And the way that they uh, articulated that was very crazy, too. It was like very abrupt. It was like just like um, like Charlie Chaplin things but it just skips yeah 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 and they would do that and they did that earlier with uh the two comic reliefs wherever the guy was going through with the uh, projector and um all of a sudden he saw like two twins at the end of the hallway the stanley kubrick yeah shining uh um uh ode and um basically they just smiled really quick but yeah these people were shot and killed in this like further world and then all of a sudden they just show up and they're all smiling at him oh it that was very creepy and unsettling this, this whole sequence is it was very well done but i i did like it i liked how just other world it really did feel like he is in a a different dimension he got really point. close to that mom doing the ironing too he held it like the lantern right in her face and then got right up on her he's like what is like what he was going to smell her. He pulled a Joe Biden on her hair. <laughs> He's like, let me get a sniff of that there, lady. Um, but yeah. Goes, so, goes to the attic. He does. He's like, oh, there's a red door. That's where I, I need to go. I seen that before. I bet this is important. What does that sound? Oh, that's that. I keep hearing that. You're, you're fidgeting with your fidget spinner. I keep hearing that. I'm like, what is going on that's outside? That's right. It's still 2017. I'm scared. Um, 
Anyway, so he's almost at the red door, and that weird guy licked his wife's face. Oh, yeah, he just and shows up and beats the shit out of him. Until Elise is like, you're in life. You're stronger. And then he says to the bullies, like, leave me alone. And then he takes his two hands and he pushes him. The guy goes flying away. Yeah. We never see him for the rest of the movie. So it's- that was pretty lame. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Leave me alone. What happens next, though, he is walks through the red door, the probably <laughs> the most iconic scene from or at least the most iconic music sequence from this movie is that he walks into and he finds his kid yeah, and he finds un- a kid. His kid's in like a sex dungeon. Yeah, there's it, like white marble columns and he's been there for three months. He's crying like stuff. a little bitch. He's like, oh, dad, thank God you're here. And then we hear record scratch and then we hear tiptoe through the tulips again. And we've got old. Red face Darth Maul demon man is just hanging Sharpen out there. Sharpening his claws. Sharpening his claws. And he's he got had, masks and stuff. He's, and he's got little puppets that are moving back and forth yeah. to the music. He's, I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah, it's creepy as shit. You think it's, it's creepy? I think it may, gave him a human element where it's like, oh, this is what he likes to do in his spare time. Oh, he's, he's a demon, but he's got hobbies too. <laughs> yeah, he likes to listen to tiptoe through the toilets and like... Really sharpened his claws because he's even got like a magnifying glass where he can look in. And yeah, see. He's, or, or they're like welder's goggles. I guess it could be either, but yeah. either way, he's looking after his eyesight. Yeah. Which is a good thing, I guess. And then all of a sudden he's at the window and he's like sticking his tongue he's out. Like, and yeah. <laughs> and so they decide, <laughs> hey, sep- let's sep- run. There's several of those moments in this movie where I'm like, all right. <laughs> or he's just like. <laughs> yeah. well sometimes that's okay gotta dude. be scary so he uh patrick wilson's son run they go out the red door as soon as they get out of the red door dad picks up the lantern which is a good idea yeah they make their way downstairs we're not seeing the red face then they get out into what i would say just like the street in between houses yeah they've got it the street in between houses and all of a sudden all these people come out of the way which i and that we've seen all these people before and, it's and like this is a good way to make sense of like space right to make it seem like oh my god this is crazy because really all we're looking at is like a black floor with, with some fog fog and then all these people are dressed up and it's eh. like can you guys just fuck off like <laughs> yeah all of a sudden you now you want me now now you're important and then his wife's like come to us because eventually they start seeing all these wild uh, ghosts and stuff in yeah, their they're world. crossing over they're in the room with them yeah and she's like patrick come here but his name's not really patrick and patrick wilson the so, actor patrick wilson come back please be here <laughs> so um patrick wilson his son they make their way to the house they can't go through the front door why because the front door is locked dumb they have to go through the back door sneak it through the back door so the kid and the man make it inside and, and they got the, split up yeah well patrick wilson's character's like i need to catch a breath like dude you're astro projecting that's not even like your physical body bitch you can run yeah do you need to breathe in the astral plane probably not but oh boy he goes upstairs and the the red-faced creature is like trying to chase after oh yeah he's like busting and this is where it doesn't look very great where he's like in the room and then he's crawling on the walls yeah it didn't look good but at the same time it conveyed it conveyed getting less frightening and the more you see of him (laughs) Then um, Patrick Wilson sees the ghost or demon who's been chasing after him the whole time. Um, and he's like, leave me alone. I'm not scared of you anymore. 
And the lady's like, bit. Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, the lady is, like, disappears. And then Patrick Wilson comes to, and the kid comes to. And we're back in the world, and where yeah. everything's peachy keen. Or is it? It it isn't because the kid wants to eat like a shit ton of spaghetti, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm very hungry." And then, <laughs> no, that's the reason why things aren't right. It's because this yeah. kid wants a lot of spaghetti, and he's still tired. And he's like, I, "I got a brother and sister," and they're like, "I forgot." Yeah, and like, yeah, well, fuck those kids. But yeah, so he's eating and talking about being tired to his mom and his grandma. Right? Wasn't grandma there? Yeah. Who's and, watching after the kids? Uh, I That's think the right. Geek Squad guys are there too. Yeah, but who's watching after their kids? Uh, they, they forgot about them at this point. It doesn't matter. They buried them. They're living in a shed somewhere. They, maybe they're still at the old house. I don't know. It doesn't. Not important. Yeah. But <laughs> so anyway, so Elise is standing there with Patrick Wilson and she's uh, Patrick Wilson hands her the photos of uh, the pictures that the mom had handed him in the earlier scene in the movie and when elise takes it she notices something strange his fingernails yeah and, and she's then, like here's a polar i'm gonna snap you like a polaroid picture yeah and i he said what's cooler than being cool you're a dead body because he chokes her out yeah and, and we're like oh shit she did yeah i bet this is the witch demon or whatever that was chasing after him which we find out later on at the end of the movie that the witch has possessed him absolutely and then that is the movie yep i forgot it ended on that cliffhanger i completely forgot that was how this movie ended well that you did not necessarily this right now you forgot when you watched the movie because you said i forgot it ended on that cliffhanger right i forgot when i watched it i obviously remember it now because it was yesterday when i watched it but yes yes. um just pointing that out this is your notes well made modern day classic it honestly is like in, in terms of horror movies it's never a genre that i've super super identified with but it's just well made and well acted, well performed. There's obviously holes in it, but if we're nitpicking with a lot of these, you know, horror movies in this genre, you can do that with anything. But just the sound design and the performances are, are things that really, really carried over the edge. And the extra added a little bit to where it was like we have it's not like necessarily a religious thing, but instead we have astral projection and a kid like dreams so hard that he goes into a coma and a demon's like, Hey, I want that body. <laughs> Man, that body's <laughs> nice dog. Let it me, was it's that. different and kind of ref- refreshing it in, in that, uh, uh, in that way. So yeah, it's just, it's really well made. Even us describing it and probably describing it semi poorly. I, I don't think detracts from it. If you haven't watched Insidious, I, I reckon that it's it's definitely one to curl up with a curl up with a cup of hot cider and enjoy on a chilly October evening. Oh my god! Yep. No, just just watch tr- the movie. Getting getting real horny with the, with the lights <laughs> off. It's it's it is a modern day classic, and unlike uh, last week's Killer Clowns from Outer Space, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It's it's it is a genuinely good horror movie. Definitely watch it. Check it and out. It's a two-parter, so you're going to need to watch both. Yep, and we won't be spoiling that second half for you. So you know what? Just listen to this podcast and then watch Insidious Two, because we basically told you everything that's going to happen in the first one. Yeah, the but, second one yep. is where shit really gets twisted. 
Ryan, anything else you want to add for incestuous part one? Um, well, I did feel a little strange watching it, knowing that there were people who were related to having sex. But besides that, the movie was pretty good. Yep. Nine out of ten for me. Maybe eight out of ten, but still, yeah. still pretty, pretty solid. Pretty Definitely there. not doo-doo sauce. This was the kind of sauce that you would want to get yep. in your mouth. Just get nasty with. Well, guys, I think that'll do us for for this week. So, like we said, Schlocktober will roll on next week. We are going to be doing Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Or we're doing the Revenge of the or Killer Tomatoes. The second one, the one that has George, George Clooney. Clooney. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was my selling point to Jake. So we'll tune, find out. Yeah, tune in to either one of those. Next and we'll be week. covering the boys a little bit too. Yeah, we'll do a little boys talk. I'm all about little, little boys talk. Little boys talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Why would you say that, Jake? Uh, well, guys, please, uh, if you're having fun with this, we, we're having fun going through this theme to month. So share it with a friend. Leave us a good good rating. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll fucking and, murder you. Yeah. Or Ryan will murder you. And uh, you is legal in the month of October for us to say that. Cold so. blooded. Yep. Guys, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Night at night. Hey, yo, bitches. Stay spooky, folks. Woo. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.